Countrymen, lend me your ears. It's time to listen to Fumble Through. Fumble Through, Fumble through. Fumble a through. podcast drawn from the deepest crevice of the annals of time. I Who's said crevice? annals. <laughs> Who's crevice? <laughs> hey, poozers, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? Can't even talk today. So give me one word, boys, to describe how you are on this lovely podcast recording night. What's a word to describe your feels, the moments, the, 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 the bejingas? Peachy. Ooh. Peachy. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Mm. I get you've my done, you've done, done a turnaround from five seconds ago, Luke. Right. <laughs> yes, I'm going trying to tip the balance to the other side. <laughs> Moist. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. Moist peach. Here we go. Yeah. Lindsay. Flippity gibbet. Flippity gibbet. Okay. Isn't the flippity gibbet this? It's an actual thing. I don't know. Let's go to the interwebs and check it out. Hang on. I believe. Okay. Before you go to the interwebs, okay. let's all make up what we think a flippity gibbet is. Fli- I reckon it's some type of lure. Okay. Like used for fishing. Good. I think it's a Shakespearean phrase that means something from Shakespeare, but it's originated from Shakespeare. I mm-hmm. think. What about you? I think it's a European colloquial term for um, perineum. Okay. I think it's a thing. I think it's like, yeah, thing. give me the flibbity gibbet, the thingy me, right. Bob. You want me to do it? I got it. Yep. Go for it. Flibbity gibbet is a Middle English word referring to a f- flighty or whimsical person, usually a young woman. In modern use, it's used as a slang term, especially in Yorkshire, for a gossipy or overly talkative person. Oh. Wow. wow slapper. <laughs> I wouldn't even touch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that that. That was a little too far. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Misogyny has taken over. I knew it would happen not having a woman on the podcast, but here we are. Anyway. So. Uh, a woman? A damn woman, it. you say? You have a woman's legs, my lord. <laughs> I'm a lady. I'm a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, this is the quickest the wheels Moist. have ever fallen <laughs> Anyway, it is almost the season to be jolly, and with it comes some exciting events and news. So, Lindsay, what is coming up for us? Well, what's we, the podcast latest? We have- what's the skinny? <laughs> Spit it out, Lindsay. Sometimes dish I- the dirt. <laughs> Can you cut his mic? Spill the tea. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, I'm done. It's extraordinary for Justin to cut you off, Lindsay, I know. (laughs) I just remember how, like, a couple of weeks ago, he's like, now, we need to stop talking over the top of each other. (laughs) It lasted three seconds in that episode. What, talking? I couldn't even do that bit right. (laughs) Anyway, Lindsay, what's going on? Uh, We've got a Christmas special coming up. DM'd by someone other than Justin. Oh. It's me. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Don't get excited. No, I am excited. I don't I've think been, anybody was around the table. We've, <laughs> we've been given a little hint, and I am a little mm. bit excited about what it is. It's a little outside of my ability to deliver, but sure. Mm. Let's do it. I've been working on my voice. I'm, just for you, I'm going to do a proper voice. Oh, now I'm excited. Mm. That's exciting. So when are we doing that? Because we haven't even recorded this. We haven't talked about recording it. Um, I'm worried about time frames mm. because, Luke, aren't you leaving to go uh, offshore? To go home. 
Well, I thought this was your home, damn it. Yeah. Sure. How are you ever going so to get see citizenship my second family. now? Sorry? How are you ever going to get citizenship now? <laughs> I get a lot of pressure from Sarah by that, actually. <laughs> what? About becoming a citizen? Yeah, she's done her stuff now. She's got her, She's actually got her citizenship test three days before we fly out. So she's going to be- Does that give you automatically because no, you're married you can, to no, someone? No, 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 no. I've still got to do it. Elise will get it. Yeah. Automatic, okay. but I've got to get it. I think she gets automatic, yeah. Oh, but wow. Sarah's putting her day of whenever she gets the award, the citizenship on hold until I've completed everything. So you 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 could get shipped back off in a ironic no. twist of fate. You could get boated back to your own country as a no. convict. No, I'm a permanent resident. I'm still entitled. I'm here. Okay, fair enough. He's got residency. He just yeah. doesn't have citizenship. Yeah, so I don't have to he vote. Gets all the benefits without the impost of voting. Mm. Yeah. I don't. Well, trust I don't get the hex debt as well. I can't can't apply for. Hex. I don't trust him to vote anyway. <laughs> so we have this Christmas thing coming up that we've got to do. We've got a bit to go before that because Luke's leaving in three weeks. Yep. So yeah, depending on how long we four take weeks, five weeks to record these episodes, seven and weeks. <laughs> how long we ramble on about stupid shit? <laughs> if we get two episodes tonight, next week. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. So that's pretty but, interesting. But, but serious though. We are going to have a break from, I think it was uh, uh, mid-December through to January. We all need a little bit of a reprieve from each other. because I was thinking about that, right, and how Luke's not going to be here. Yeah. And if we want to do some extra content. And you know how whenever you're not here, we play Star Wars? <laughs> what? I thought while Luke's hey, here- Hang on, back that up. What? We should do- Warhammer? No, I was thinking- um, uh, <laughs> He's pointing at me. Dungeons and Dragons, because he doesn't know Do you those say here request, I'm going to fucking punch you. I was going to say uh, Big Trouble in a Little Chinatown. Oh, is there a game? Yeah. Well, is there actually an official one? Yeah. Yeah. Like- it's a proper board game. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I could make a Big Trouble in a Little Chinatown RPG. That's not Have so you seen the movie? No, he's calling it Big Trouble in Little Chinatown. Whatever. <laughs> Big Trouble Town in Little Chinatown. Whatever. It's Chinatown, baby. Chinatown. Anyway, make sure you follow on TikTok, Instagram, and um, okay. All the Facebook. way from Big Chinatown to Little Chinatown. You can see my both my re- printers, 3D printers that have hey, now that was looking shut good. themselves. What? Because oh. I'm going to say your extrusion printer yeah, it's good. is coming out so well. Yeah. I'm actually quite envious because we've got some pretty good- Good technicians doing it. Those are a bit older than yours, so they take a bit of work. But they are not working as nicely as yours are. It was going perfectly for the first week, and literally uh, Saturday, it exploded. Why? Was it moist? (laughs) I have no idea what happened. As in fire and smoke? Well, lots of hot plastic. Like, you could hear it over my- Did you have safety goggles on? (laughs) I was asleep. But it was like- It was- It was going in the middle of the night, and you could hear it on the camera, like our security cameras, you could hear this bang. <laughs> and it's like literally got like it's kind of fed the hot plastic back up into its fans. Oh, no. So I'm talking with support now, and they're yeah. sending me new bits because it's only a week old. So Wow. But Is it an auto leveler? Yeah, and it's really good. I really enjoyed it. First print, just mwah. Yeah, it looked mm, like that. Kiss. It's the auto level that I'm excited about because we've got manual level ones. 
That don't work so good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm really, I was really enjoying it. You shut up. We're talking 3D. Welcome. <laughs> Did you not hear welcome, what you said? Yeah, welcome yeah. to 3D printing with Lindsay and yep. Justin. I've we could doing, be our own podcast. I've been doing lots of TikToks oh. and stuff. I've about seen them. My, my they look really good. I'm going to get my, I'm going to get my dice tower that I've 3D printed out and do a, do a moment on that, I think. Okay. Can I beg your pardon? What? <laughs> Just a moment. Okay. Just a moment. Is this going back to the sex toy? Why did you got to take it down there? He did it last nah, week. I mean, come on. When we talked about 3D printing, he went straight to sex toys. Did De- I? Definitely yeah. need goggles for that. <laughs> some, some PPE is is required. Yeah. Well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, usually- hey, Hang on. Yep. What's your word? For today, yeah. PPE. Because <laughs> right I need safety equipment. Yeah. Is PPE a word? No, that's three words. That's that's acronym, yeah. ac- acronized. Oh, tense. I, I always think I need headphones around Justin, but for some reason when we do this podcast, I can still hear him. It's true. It's, it's the world at large, really. Um, look, it's usually here where over the last little while we've gotten a bit used to uh, cracking open a cold one and listening to Drew- Luke say oh, he could drink it all day. <laughs> but we have turned a more sober page. And so instead of cracking a cold one, I've got a favour to ask of all the listeners. Because it is coming up to that holiday season, because it's it's something that we need, we want you to help us get that little hit of dopamine that I so need to get through the break and just engage with us on the socials. Just take a time. Just get on Facebook, get on Instagram and just write something nice. Write something nice, especially about your favourite GM, about, you know, who you think might be the- Matt Mercer would love it. The best storyteller (laughs) that you know on the Fumble Through podcast. Um, the person that does the most amount of voices, something along those lines. Like that had really helped mm. to bolster some of us um, who sometimes, you know, we, we leave this room. We're in here and we, we sound all confident. Then we leave and we think, you know, anxiety. <laughs> yeah. And we know you're out there. So, you know, all those people that are like, oh, yeah, someone else will do that. Do it. Yeah. Just Goss write, Twins. Write we some- haven't heard from you in a while. Just write something John. nice. Who won a pin from us last week? Go on. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just messaging me, message the the group. Yep. You know, do, yeah. it, do it on the for everyone. Yeah. I think I think I'm going to try and make an build effort on tell, the Facebook if I can figure out. Instead how to of do going, it. tell Justin's a, tell Justin he's a wanker. Mm-hmm. Go on there and tell him he's a wanker. Yeah. Be a flippity jibbit. Let yeah. us all like you saying Justin's a wanker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he actually yeah. wounded that. Yeah. Let's do that. Because that's what I meant by bolstering my spirits. Hello, oh, look, that's my in the friend. spirit of Christmas. I think if you look up the word wanker, Justin, you'll find that I'm blind and have hairy palms. Uh, anyway, let's get to today's dicey question. For this week, I want to continue that series that we started last week that, that worked out so well. Um, for some of us. It was a good chat. It mm. was a nice little chat, but this time let's let's check another class. This is another class that I think uh, we haven't really touched on a little bit. And again, I'm going to pick it out of the, the top four. It's one of the low-hanging fruit classes, I guess. But the rogue, you're, you're hiring a rogue. What do you expect the rogue to do? What things do you need of the rogue? What are the, what are the things you might- Rogue, tick, rogue, tick, that kind of stuff. All right. This is one I think that is very important that I don't find you see all that often in tabletop playing when I've been with it. Okay. And that's the scouting. There's a lot of time you see the rogues come to the RPG tabletops and they're just like, 
I'm going to just wait until you guys go in and then backstab, backstab, backstab. No, you need to go out there and scout and tell us what the fuck we're walking into before mm-hmm. we walk into it. Mm-hmm. So being good at stealth and doing that scouting and coming back alive to tell us what the problem is. Coming back alive that, that is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Kicking yeah. it off. Jamaica's yeah. running there. Or, or this one, which is the uh, scouting ahead and then running back in panic, being <laughs> followed by a horde of evil. <laughs> the, the Han Solo rap. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> well, he was a rogue. I think they call that kiting. <laughs> 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 Actually, that's the difference between a rogue and a scoundrel. Oh, oh very true, well done. Yes, yeah, so, so st- a good stealth, a good scout, mm. the ability to disappear and- and inform people. I guess that that makes for good backstabbing as well because mm. you get good positioning. Yeah, when that happens. Yeah. What about you, Luke? Anything from um, a, a rugwoo? Come back to me. Get a bra. Okay. What about you, Luke? Oh, PPE. <laughs> I've got four spiders. <laughs> uh, That's a long callback. That's a callback and a half. Uh-huh. That one. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, skill monkey. Yep. Rogues, for me, should be particularly dexterous and skillful. Um, I think, we, you know, when you go climb across the thing, climb up the thing, balance, flip, those kind of things, but also unlock the thing, mm-hmm. skill monkey. Um, Protect the thing. Yeah. Well, I'm not, like, I don't need them Disarm to be- the thing. Just, yeah. I don't need, to, need them to be magical, but I want them to be able to- make sure that traps don't get us that, you know, they should be able to perceive really well and undo any traps or that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. also get across the roofs and, you know, ninja around the place. I think that's cool. Yep. Uh, I, I like a rogue that can UMD. I think that's an important part for a rogue mm-hmm. to kind of- Do you have to see a doctor for that? Uh, I was going to say, use magic device for those people at home that don't know what oh, UMD is. Oh, UMD. Yeah. R U D. Um S T no. Um I think it's really important for them at, at level to be able to detect and the disarm magical stuff because that's going to be more and more mm-hmm. apparent. So a bit of UMD. They don't need to cast spells. I don't think that's important, but I think being able to wield a wand, yep. being able to pull a scroll, be able to detect that that's got a magical thing on it. So if I'm gonna undo that trap, I need to kind of pull into my kit bag. I think that's important. And I think the last thing is they should be cashed up. <laughs> they, they, you know, part of it, you know, I know there's good rogues out there, but part of it is still the shit so you can spend the shit on things that get you through the adventure. So have a shit ton of scrolls and wands and potions and all the kind of kit bag of stuff in your bag so that you can get through the thing. There is, um, I want to, if, if you don't have one. I yeah. do have oh, one. Okay, no, I do. Yeah. No, for, for, uh, swim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, a- of course. Um, no, um, escape artist actually was the one I would go with. Oh, wow. I would like okay, to, a, yeah. a rogue, because quite you know, there have been many occasions where as a party we've been- grappled or- Yeah, or yeah. captured and tied yeah. up or whatever, and having somebody that can get us out of a clinch um, relatively well is is of great benefit as much as, say, mm. stabbing somebody in the back or, or um, opening locks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I would go with, yeah. I think this is something cool about a rogue that's got charisma as well, that kind mm. of the bluffing rogue or the kind of yes. charming rogue. I think there's something very cool that the kind of a dex charisma build is very, very cool in a rogue. I like that kind of idea. So when last week we talked about a cleric and a cleric that could face, oh, I prefer the rogue to face. I prefer that kind of- Scandal. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think that's, that's you know, 
nothing to see here, carry mm. on, go about your business. They're kind of bluffing their way through stuff, but also just being able to charm literally the pants off ladies <laughs> is pretty the old cool. Jimmy the Hand. Yeah, there, yeah. There's a rogue concept I've always wanted to play, but it doesn't really work for the podcast for the fact that we are only a small party. But I've always liked the idea of there's a rogue archetype in Pathfinder called a cut purse where they don't get sneak attack, but they can, when they attack, they can, instead of just pickpocketing unarmed items, they can actually cut stuff off their belts Mm -hmm. and belt pouches. So, like, the idea is, in my head, you'd be able to go up to mages and cut their magic pouch. Could Could that build potentially, if you're going up against somebody in full plate mail? Or full plate armor. I don't know. Cut the armor loose so it drops on the floor and they're then unarmored. I don't know. I, don't, I have a feeling that would be that really would, cool. Yeah, that would be cool. If you've got to spare two minutes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so well, just, so um, you're cutting it. You're not undoing it. Duel. You're cutting it, right? In a duel yeah. that lasts for fucking ever, you could disop- when disrobe we, when someone. When have we ever had a duel that lasts for ever? <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just like the idea of like- you know, there's wizard, you sneak yeah, yeah. up behind them, cut their magic pouch. They go to cast a spell and they don't have their component pouch. Mm, nice. So you lose currently every spell that requires a component. Yeah, that's cool. You know, that's really cool, actually. Yeah. Or the focus of a cleric. Or- yeah, that's the kind of stuff. Like, it's not going to be useful in every situation. The sword belt off a fighter. Yeah. But I just kind of- magic f- sword. Yeah. It's just something I've always wanted to give it a go and it's just like, yeah. never come up. It's good. It's a good- Archetype, I like that. It'll just be fun, just something fun to try. How how often do you reckon Escape Artist comes in handy? A lot. Does well, it? not yeah, but not only that. I mean, like with the stuff that had already been taken from the table of, of skills, it would be good for. I, yeah. I thought the ones that had been mentioned. I, I, oh yeah, yeah. I, I think I get you. Yeah, whether you grappled or whether you literally been captured or whatever, or I'm 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 sure it would get used. Yeah, anytime you don't have strength, escape artist is your next best thing. Right. It's, it's the mo- It's the moment where it's better to have it and not need it than yeah. need it and not have it because you can use it in place of a grapple check. So especially if yeah. you're playing a rogue that's kind of weak. You yeah. get this creature that grapples you, bang, yeah. you've you've escape artist there. Right. Yeah. So that's where the, the mechanic of that works really Same well. Same for like if you're entangled with like a web a tanglefoot bag or web, uh, instead of using strength right. to break it, you can escape yeah, artist okay. to get out of it that way. I guess I was thinking about getting caught and in jail and you know, that's the common foible of a rogue is their pickpockets or they're kind of the bad guys that sometimes get chucked in jail and then they just escape out. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, I'm not sure that that happens so much in parties because you're kind of on a lawful bent and you're around lawful people. So I'm not sure that that – but I get the other bits that you're talking about. That makes sense to me now. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. See, I've, I've always thought that the rogue, for me, like all the things that you have said, but for me the rogue is the Swiss Army Knife character. I will always want a rogue to have a backup plan. Like if you're the rogue, you should have – a few things in your kitty that are a little unexpected. So that, that falls in with the character archetype, doesn't it? Though? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you should you should have something, you know, like yes, you're scouting ahead, but what's your backup plan if if that goes to shit? What's the backup plan for the for the moments when when the the party forgets the plan, for example, Luke? Or <laughs> For for when things go go a little bit wrong, I've always thought the the rogue is is that kind of person mm. that you know they pull something out and you're like oh yes good job mm. you know that's part of their role is that they are the ultimate survivors in my mind um, because they've always got something they're the guys with the 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 big the 
the extendable rod that you can poke for magic tricks or the the puff of smoke that that allows you to escape so those kinds of things is is something that i really treasure in a good rogue so that's that's what i would look for um, I, have a, I have a further question. So like like last week, we talked about the straight character. This time, what I want to ask you is, if you had to uh, multi-class with it, when you multi-class your rogue, what is something that you're like, you know what would make a really cool rogue? Uh, this and this. You know, a rogue slash- I was just thinking that very thing. I was, no, I was thinking brawler. I was actually thinking brawler. So like a monk. Yeah, but brawler. <laughs> I'm, I'm always partial. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> oh, that would work. So mm. tell me about a monk brawler before we get to Lindsay's. A monk brawler? Oh, that would mean a brawler rogue. Yeah, well, because you can wear the armor still as a brawler and mm-hmm. still get all the benefits with this, uh, and, and various other things like the brawler's intelligence for 13. You can but sacrifice you- a few things in certain slots, but... In a clinch, the the reason I'm thinking about it is more you could do the hand to hand because you're going to be up close and personal when you're doing stuff like picking pockets and things like that. So it works. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that the the concept blends well. How it would roll out in terms of the character build and mechanics, I'm not sure. Well, I just you, like you'd the lose concept. stealth if you're wearing armor. Yeah, but no, it you'd, doesn't have to be full armor. It could be leather, some uh, true, uh, which yeah. you don't yeah. get as a monk. You can't have that. Although, I mean, you suppose if you did it with monk, yeah. I just think it's a bit bone. more something a bit more nefarious about stat, brawler. It's very stat heavy oh, if you yeah. go monk. Yeah. yeah. The, the other thing is that that gives the brawler the brawler is always ready. Yeah. No no weapons needed. Yeah. That's no, it. Like the the rogue. Yeah. You can go into a space, be ca- a little charismatic. It goes to pot and throw anything. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking about the Beat snake bite striker, which is what I've got multi class with my monk because you get the sneak attack damage on the strikes from that. But oh, that yeah. would stack with the sneak attack damage you'd get from the don't know. Yeah. But really, that's you'd have I'm to read already a rule building book. my next character. You'd have to read yeah. a rule book to figure that out. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. no, that's like that's like wearing PPE, mate. <laughs> what, so about you, what about you, Lindsay? I like the idea of adding a bit of ranger in there. Ooh. Yeah, because like, about that build. one yeah. of the things I always think monks never do is bring a range weapon. I like that we've automatically, all of us Sorry, have changed monks, the word rogue, rogue <laughs> to monks rogue. after talking to Luke. Yeah. Rogues never bring- well, quite often they don't bring range weapons. Yep. So they either have daggers that they don't like to throw because then they have to go try and get them again, mm-hmm. or they just you know don't hand crossbows that don't seem to do an awful lot. Yeah. yeah. So I like the idea of having a bit of ranger in there, so they've got you know, I mean they don't, they don't see the thing is a bow works with a rogue because you're still dex based, but I like the idea of having a rogue to me always feels urban, mm-hmm. and a ranger always feels wilderness. So yeah. like you know someone that can Blaming handle. That. Every situation, you know. I thought Ranger 2, but part of me was going that combination of sneak attack and favoured enemy would be fun. Hmm. Um, part of me was going, I like the range sneak attack ability. I think that's cool that, you know, if you're a high initiative rogue, the first attack every encounter is going to be a sneak attack because you're shooting from where you are and kind of at two or three arrows, that's going to add up very quickly and you might, you know, kill a or you know, manage the battle pretty quickly, but also they're very aligned in their skills, like mm. in their skill they're, need. They're both very skill heavy yeah, characters. Yeah. The, the other thing, I mean, if you're stacking and you're building an uber character, you can do two weapon fighting. There's a skirmisher actually under class that I think mm. about as well, but you can do a two weapon fighting um, ranger. And as soon as you got sneak attack, you're getting uh, a, a flank. 
you're getting sneak attack on every one of those hits. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. And, and if you got them, a skirmisher allows you also to flip around so you can get the flanking oh, right. bonus. Um, and the skirmishers get extra damage when they right. do that as well. So they're there. Because that's the issue with an archer. You get the first round maybe and then you're done. Then you're done. Yeah. You can never flank. And then you could go like three levels in ranger, get a pet to yeah. help you flank. And and yeah, I guess right. you, what the the trade off is when you multi class because I, I I would think rogue fighter like that's the Artemis Entreri kind of character the the from the Dritz books mm. the the ultimate fighter who can backstab someone someone that's a little bit nefarious a little bit kind of you know just just getting in there to do stuff and you get that that sneak attack whenever you can you know an extra d six here or there isn't a bad thing to do and if you're a two weapon fighter stacking those d six on top of each other yeah yeah and that and you're a little less squishy because rogues are squishy because the, the drawbacks for them is they don't have the hit points yeah their idea is they're supposed to get in hit get, get the out. hell out so yep. you've got to be able to do it if you're a ranged rogue though having something that can make you disappear in between shots as soon as you can disappear within shots you can hide again yeah and then boom you've got sneak attack that's the on. one thing i think 5e does really well with their rogue is um rogues in 5e get two bonus actions. Oh, get over it. So they have the ability, and they get the ability of dash and hide as a yeah. bonus action. Yeah. Gosh, almost as good as the barbarian. So oh, they can kind of like- It's like they've got 15 actions in 5e or something. Basically, they get the ability to hide and do a sneak attack every round every if round, they need yeah. to. Yeah, you can do that in Pathfinder, but the person with perception gets a plus 20 because there's an yeah. arrow pointing at you. Yeah. From the direction. Like, it, uh, I find that very difficult to believe that somebody can shoot and you're like, where'd they go? <gasps> yeah. yeah. Where, where was that from that I got hit from? Or- I, don't, I don't think I wanted to land Ranger as my call, though. I think there's a- I prefer- uh, There's two options for me that I'd, I'd like to explore a rogue cleric. I think there's something interesting mm. in that. But and I have never kind of encountered that. So there's something interesting around a rogue cleric. It sounds kind of, cool too. It does, right? A rogue cleric is but, on the loose. But the one that I like is <laughs> Rogue Bard. Rogue Bard. The Rogue Bard that, mix that works is a really, is well. a really they, good mix. But are they too similar as characters? No, well, to- I, where you went Artemis and Trary, I went Jarlaxel. Yeah, okay. And that kind of guy that's got every item that yeah. can do what he wants to do that is such a sweet talker that yeah. gets himself in and out of or every like, situation um, that, you know. The guy from, uh, is it Ben? Tom. Tom from Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. The daggers, and he's just like he's like a yeah. Well, that's story. that's yeah. Jarlaxle's got the daggers. Well, Jarlaxle throw da- throws daggers, but he's also got the eye patch that sees stuff, and yep. he's got the portable hole, and he's got you know the thing where he's got a thing for every occasion. He's got that as items, um, but he's got that because he's also really rich because he's taught people into going along with his plan and he's talked people into following him. And I think there's that kind of that persuasiveness, that leadership feat that a bard could work very well with. And it wouldn't be too- That would go with that. It wouldn't be too mad either because like- No, it's Dex Dex, right? And a bit of charisma. Yeah. Like you wouldn't- as, Yeah. If you didn't go too heavy on the spell casting of the bard, you could go pretty- well, Now you mentioned it like that. I'm thinking if we're doing it in 5e, I'd probably take a splash in Sorcerer. Yeah. yeah sorcerer. The arcane trickster kind of- Yeah. Kind of person is just, pretty just, cool. just for the was- D10 damage on the cantrip. I think just just a- and a just sneak one attack. level. That's all you a, need. Yeah. And a sneak attack on oh. that. Yep. And just yeah. to, just for those people that are screaming at us right now, is Matt Cawthon that Lindsay was trying to say before? No, Tom, the Gleeman. Which? Oh, yes. Okay. 
I had my characters. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were talking about No, the Gleeman. He's literally a bard yeah. and yeah, he yeah. Has, he's the one that teaches yep. all the knife tricks. What happens? Yeah. So you stood your grain there. And- yeah. And he, and he, I stand corrected. <laughs> I stand. Yeah. yeah. I, but I think the bard, I think that works really, really well. And as a face in a party that has a skill monkey back. Yeah. Is a, it's a really good way to kind of. I love that bard, layer it a bard in. like Magic Mike that strips, does lap dances uh-huh. and pickpockets uh-huh. at the same time. Uh-huh. I think that's genius. Uh huh. And, well, it's, and a bit strip, of a stick attack you, in there yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. If you strip, yeah. where are your pockets? His <laughs> bulge keeps getting bigger each time. Yeah. <laughs> Backstab, I think, is what you call it. Oh, I don't think that'll be a sneak attack. <laughs> it, it gives a whole new. <laughs> little move us coming. It gives a whole new meaning to his family jewels. <laughs> Anyway. What what don't you want in a bard? Uh, not a bard, a, a, rogue, a rouge. But, uh, what don't I want? Yeah. A sword in there. You Plate. don't. <laughs> Inside my broke. I don't want anyone to stand no, in like with a when sword. No, like when you look An at axe? the class, what are yeah. the things that you don't want them to do? Uh, things that I don't value them mm. to do because, you know, yes, you can always build a bard to do many, 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 many things. But I think the thing that I don't want them to do is wear heavy armour. Right. You don't want them to be, if they're part bard, you don't want them to be their Healer. performance of choice as a one-man band. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm just thinking like Mary Poppins along. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. The, the bard's pretty versatile, so no. there's very few things Not that I'm a rogue. like. We're talking rogue. Uh, <laughs> the monk, the monk class that we've been talking about this whole time. Um, but the rogue, the rogue is so versatile that there's not a lot of things. Like I would look at a, a rogue with heavy armor and go, mm, probably not the thing that I'm looking for because you're too noisy and too yeah. slow. I'm, I'm, I'm um, really thinking that we should do an offshoot game now where we're all multi-classing as rogues with something else. So like a, a party of thieves. Well, third level, but yeah. Yeah. one well, level of rogue, rogue compulsory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be a rogue barbarian. If we yeah. all TPK, you know. I think it'd be great going on heists. That'd oh. be amazing. Yeah. I, we could call I, ourselves rogue heroes. The, oh, wait, that's already TV. In the Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, that's right. Some kind of, yeah. I don't want a rogue that steals from the party. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't want a rogue that causes infighting in the party by stealing other people's shit. And well, what I if know- they never get caught? No, I know that's always, you know, and Tasselhoff Burfoot is the thing that kind of sets all this off, but that's the thing that always gets a party to fight amongst itself. You steal from me, I chop your head off. <laughs> I take your fingers. Yeah, right? There's always that. And it's like, don't do that. Don't be stupid. Don't, you know, oh, my character's evil and he wants your shit, so he's going to take your shit. Like, yes, but fucking play the party line. That's the one that I need to kind of. Hammer home regularly with the rogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Good that question. Good. That was good. I enjoyed that one more than the cleric class one. Mm. Yeah, the cleric. Mm. Yeah, I think rogues are more interesting. Mm. Like when you when you think of classes, the rogue probably has more nuance. There's a lot of strings could. to a rogue's bow that you can kind of play in different directions. I Especially think. if they're a two weapon fighter. Right. I was just trying to mix your metaphors. Anyway, it's been a long day. <laughs> Great. <laughs> He uses that joke, that excuse a lot. Speaking, <laughs> it's been a long day. Speaking of long days, though, uh, there are a group of students who have had a pretty long. Actually, no, their day got shortened. Um, <laughs> as we move back into, what, what, what do you call a group of students? What's the plural? What's it? Coll- collective plural for a group of students? Uh, a bunch um, of assholes, well, dead, dead or alive. An ash of well, that's students. One student now. Yeah, a charcoal of students. <laughs> Um, a burn of students. 
It's a class. Called, it's a called a class. Great. <laughs> it's a class of students. Class, crowd, or committee. <laughs> committee. Yeah. Someone committed a crime here. <laughs> oh, I like the way this is going. This is D- Lindsay's new detective character. Actually, the collective noun for students <laughs> is group. <laughs> He's been trying to be a detective the whole time. Yeah. Commodore. <laughs> Did you know a group of pandas is called an embarrassment? No. There you go. It's good. <laughs> Carry on. As you were. <laughs> Are you? Did you do that because you guys just don't want to get back to this game? Because you don't want to deal with back what to is our happening. regular programming. Well, look, I've been thinking about it in in the weeks between recording. Yeah, yeah. It'd be and- if two characters that don't care. <laughs> No, don't no. Have emotional- oh, yeah, we've actually. got, yeah, we've got two did. characters that haven't even entered the building right. yet. Tia would care quite a bit, I think, if she knew what was going on. It was him. <laughs> um, and I'm just, I've been, I, I have been grappling with Flopsy's brain space, um, in in how he would react to it. I think it's a really hard kind of moment for Flopsy to figure out what the hell's going on. I think it'd be interesting to see how this is going to play out. Well, it's been 10 rounds, so it has been almost 60 seconds since this this whole thing began to transpire. You guys have moved into this hallway. You have found uh, – actually, I'll rewind it a bit. You spent some time scouting, like good rogues do. You <laughs> made a plan, and then you started and immediately forgot the plan. You make, it sound, like, you make it sound like collectively we forgot the plan. We did not. Yeah. What's that quote from Mike Tyson? Everyone's got a plan until you get, get punched, punched in, in the face. face. Everyone just- gets punched in the face by the local monk. <laughs> <laughs> and and Luke's character punches himself in the That's face right. <laughs> uh, often. So, so things have gone a little awry a little. Uh, because of that. So you've walked in. We've got two characters. We've got Flopsy. We've got Reg who have moved inside. They had the plan. Tia and Miles were supposed to come through the front doors at that point in time. It's it's proven a little more uh, da- a little harder to get to the through those front doors. The thing that happened though is that the cup tipped over, and when the cup tipped over, a bead came out and a fireball was unleashed. The fury of a fireball was unleashed upon the entire uh, room, including the I do think you're selling the party, well, you're selling the characters in the room at the time short because there was great efforts were made to grab that said item falling from the cup. Yeah. Are you trying to um, just shift blame to to Lindsay when he had the opportunity to say Reg catches it? No, no, no. no, no, (laughs) To Lindsay going, make a dex check. Until you just said that, I'd forgotten all about that. I Um, loved it. I I, thought that was a stroke of genius, Lindsay, and I think that I'm on your side because why make it any easier on these fuckers? They've now got to deal with (laughs) the whole thing. I still think you're an asshole for making me choose that. (laughs) I mean, I could have just, like, the rules as written, and I know we discussed this afterwards, maybe we even discussed this in the last game, but the rules as written were, you go in there, you fuck it up, the bead falls down, and the uh, the trap is set one round. There's no So it was always meant to air. fuck up, was it? No, no, if you, but if you go in there and he gets the spell off- you that that's what happens. You've got to kind of take him out in that first round, kind of thing. Oh, but, but look, I I did. I, I think there's some mitigating circumstances, Justin. I don't think you're taking 
taking it all into consideration. You didn't give us a surprise round. And no, you, you argued against one. it. Yep. Sure. If someone had been invisible or vanished, then you would have given it to us. I yeah, think, 100%. I think, yep. Yeah. Um, Flopsy did to great effort and to fantastic use of mm -hmm. his spells, I think. Mm -hmm. Everything to grab that thing out the of the air. The jump spell was excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And you didn't let him even knock it off its trajectory so it went to the side wall or whatever. He, he slid, it went, flew straight past it, even though he was hanging in the air for like 12 rounds <laughs> right next to it. <laughs> Look, I get that, but in my mind, as soon as you slap that fireball, it explodes. Sure. Yeah. But then, then is there a chance that Flopsy takes the brunt of the damage or, you know, is there a shield part of that that he goes- Oh, like Flopsy catching it in his mouth like Harry Potter yep. with the uh, golden snitch. Sure enough. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Look, I hadn't thought about all that. There was We were in new territory. I was yep. flying by the seat of my fireball, Pearl. What, what I'm saying it's, is that shit happened in the episode and we- played it as best we could we in the moment. And I loved I, it. I think we're now in a very interesting space I think for our characters' a, development. It's a beautiful- I'm dreading it. It's a beautiful <laughs> moment. But it keys us in to round number 10. Do, no, round do number 11, commit actually. hurry curry? Is that a- <laughs> <laughs> No, they just curry. Yeah, they, no just order, they just order it. Oh, oh, Uber oh, eats. Oh, Uber eats. Yeah. Rickshaw eats. Yeah. Oh, rickshaw eats. Oh, you need it. oh, that's good. It's a rickshaw eats is a little goblin. Kind of yeah. <laughs> Would you like the curry? <laughs> How about a little bit of scotch with it? <laughs> it's a vindaloo. It's very hot. Yeah, very hot. This one. Oh, it's a madras. <laughs> <laughs> Just reminded of that Rowan Atkinson sketch on stage very easy. Paperback writer. Careful of the floor, it's deceptively flat and unimpeded. Nine pints. <laughs> yes. I don't think Lindsay's seen that. No. Oh, I'll bring you something. I'm bringing a rule. This is Lindsay's big trouble in Little Chinatown. <laughs> and I was reading a rule because, you know, I'm not Luke. So. That's right. That's why I don't have to. <laughs> we move we move back to a point. We are in round number 11. In one room inside, we have uh, 10 students that are on fire. Um, we have one halfling monk, cleric, uh, and we have a tiefling who does shit like explode things. Like, I don't know if Flopsy's actually upset that he didn't get to kill them in an explosion. I think this is part of the quandary. <laughs> He's so confused. <laughs> it's like he talked about collateral damage <laughs> and wasn't allowed to. Is People are just going to think it's your fault. That's what. Is this in the right. alternative version of this it's movie a, where the bead hits, it falls down, and then Flopsy looks at the camera and goes, "Stop or I'll shoot," <laughs> and drops a hot pocket and leaves. <laughs> the hot pocket murderer strikes again. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. So anyway. So, is the, is the bad guy still alive in there? The bad guy is definitely still alive inside here. And the bad guy actually goes first in the round. So, he got the drop on- That's untrue. I'm just realizing I put numbers here and didn't actually put them in order like I usually do. Excellent. The bad guy was written first on the list. He definitely was because I knew his name. Um, Reg is the person that goes first. Can I, can I get to him and trip him? Yes. Okay. So you're in the middle of the table. Yep. Fireball's just gone off all around you. Yep. Just I'm just resetting the scene because it's been a couple of weeks for mm -hmm, us. Mm -hmm. Flopsy's kind of jumped over the table, landed on the other side. The students were pretty 
uh, cut up literally and have just been exploded upon by the fireball mm-hmm. and there's been two big bangs on the front door. Yes. I think that's what I recall. Mm-hmm. You have. And, the, and, and the, the bad dude, the halfling bad dude, has just been hit by some magic missiles, I think. He definitely has shuriken. taken- yeah, he took, a, took a shuriken. He's definitely taken some damage in this uh, in this moment. But you're probably gathering yourself post, uh, post this fireball, a little bit singed, maybe not. And I don't think either of you took damage, actually. Um, what are you going to do, Reg? Uh, yeah. So I'm going to run into the uh, the guy trip him because like, despite everything that's gone off here, I want the guy that's responsible for mm. this other than myself mm-hmm. um, to, to to go and get punished. Okay, go for okay, it. Okay, so I'm going to run up to him. And so I'm on the table. So I'm going to – obviously, he's not on the table. He's on the floor. So I'm just going to run to the table, vault off the edge. Obviously, do you want me to do that? I'm just giving a bit of flavor here. I'm going to run off the table jump down, get to him, and then just basically try to sweep out both his legs from underneath him. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, have a broom? Huh? Sorry? <laughs> Think, don't worry. Uh, does a 16 trip him? It does. It trips him. Sweet. Okay, so on his way down, we're going to vicious stomp. Mm, that's not very fair. So I've tripped him. So as he's on his way down, I'm going to give him a good old kick right in the throat as he's going down. Oh, gosh. Um, hmm. Does a nine hit him? A nine is not going to beat his armor class. Okay. There we go. Well, he's down. So he falls to the floor. And it is his go. What happens is he, uh, from the floor, he actually pulls out his short sword and he attempts just to strike you. So Does he provoke he's, doing he's, that? No. He's not going to stand up. He's just going to attempt to cut you behind the legs to take out maybe some of your tendons to try and do some damage around the, the feety um, leg type area. He's going to take a negative because he's on the floor and he's, uh, he's prone at this point in time. Um, that is going to be- That's not bad. 21 to hit you. That hits. Doing as he slices along, you can imagine this slice is just to the uh, to the back of your legs, trying to get that tendon just behind the knee there, just to take that tendon out, so your leg is a little bit useless. And he does two points of damage okay, because so he, he is a forgets I'm a, oh yes, yeah, so he forgets that I'm a halfling and yeah. he's too high. No, he's well, he is a halfling as well. So he's, I mean, he did a lot of damage. It's. It's not the Reggie three though, is it? Yeah. Oh look, it's not. He's not the centre star of the story. It's a third down on normal halfling damage. Yeah, and that moves us into uh, the next character who moves, which is Flopsy. Uh, Flopsy picks himself up off the floor and looks pretty sternly at Reggie. As Reginald, stop or I'll shoot. You say stop or I'll shoot before you do it. And then he storms on over, mumbling to himself to the front door to lift the bar at the front door. I'm bloody, I could have done a fireball myself. Like, the it was, wasn't even a good bomb, damn it. Are the students <laughs> still on fire? Yeah. <laughs> Smoke, some are smoking, some are on fire. I guess that the best way to describe them, I, uh, how could I invoke this imagery? Do you remember Uncle Owen and Aunt yeah. Baru? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah. do. Yeah. Do you remember Michael Jackson in a Pepsi commercial? That's a callback. Yeah, I don't get that one. Mm. (laughs) Michael Jackson's hair once caught fire. Have you ever seen Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider. Mm. Yep. Spawn. 
Um, yeah, he's kind of kicking and stomping his way to the front door, mumbling to himself, bloody, all the rules have just got them under my belt. Now I don't know what to, damn it. And then he'll flip the bar on the front door and kind of open the door up, let okay. his companions in. Tia and Miles. Uh, as he opens the door, it seems they've lost their collateral. <laughs> um, so, obviously, the door's open, so mm-hmm. we stop charging towards <laughs> No, no, we're still charging. We're mid-charge. <laughs> it's, it's too late. Your door, literally, same, it's the same six seconds. Yeah. What, so, what are you doing, Miles? Um, we run in. Yeah. Which would t- t- would have taken our whole movement because we would have been getting back up there to check, and then I would be looking around, mm-hmm. seeing the devastation, mm-hmm. looking at the guy. Yep, that the halfling and sleep strike. Mm-hmm. Ghost fist comes out. DC save, please. Okay, I'm going to use these uh, giant Dungeons and Dragons dice that I got from purchasing all of the Dungeons and Dragons action figures. Tax deductible. I don't know if that. They are now. <laughs> if I mention them, maybe that will happen in my life. Um, well, give us a quick review. What are the dice like? <laughs> the dice are really good. Like, you get a full set of dice, plus you get a large D20. Um, what I'm disappointed about is that only one of the die has the Dungeons & Dragons symbol oh, on the 20. Is it the 20? Oh, okay. No, it's the, it's, the, it's the giant one. Oh, the giant one. Well, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense, but I like the fact you get two D20s. Mm, mm. and they they Only one D4, that's a shame. One D4, but you get the two D10s, you yeah. get a 12, you get an 8, you get a 6, depending on which character you get. Obviously, when you buy the, uh, you buy the wizard, you get the... D4. You buy the Barbarian, oh, you get the D12. Nice. That's good. So, you know, the hit points sort, yeah. of, sort of come into no, play. I like it. Great. Yeah. They're great characters too. So I, I do do very much enjoy. You should do mm. some posing with them and put them on Instagram like you used to do. Yeah. I, I'm hoping to get back into that. I actually really miss that world of doing uh, little dioramas and pictures of me action figures. Okay. Yeah. Now they're tax deductible. <laughs> <laughs> that is a will save. Of 21. You're fine. Just. What else do you do? That's it. You took him, they had to move back up there because they were halfway down the stairs. Is that what you're saying? We were. About to run up. Yeah, we're about to run up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 30 feet to get in. Yep. Sleep strike. And sleep strike isn't a free action. Yes, I forget. Is it? No, it's, it's not. It's an action. It's an action. Uh, Tia. Uh, Tia walks in. Jigsaw. Help the holy one. I will see to these little people. And she will pull out a healing kit and move to the first person at the table mm-hmm. and try and heal them. Mm-hmm. Um, heal check. Just make a perception check. Oh. 13. It's really hard to distinguish between the first person and the uh, cooked duck that's on the table. Right. Um, she- they have the same skin tone. They're crispy. Uh, it's very nice. She smells delicious in here. Pull out her blanket and start to douse the flames then and start to put them out and, yeah. you know, be a bit respectful on the bodies. If there's anyone who's sitting there and has signs of life, she'll try and heal them mm-hmm. with a healer's kit, but she will start to kind of 
triage the scene. Yeah, with with that perception, that was the perception there. You don't you don't actually see anyone that still no, seems no signs to be of moving life. or wiggling or yeah. even they're all know, dead in the in the throes of of the the pain that they might be feeling. You yeah. might see them uh, twitching or or writhing in the agony. The best she can do is get to the closest one and put out the fire. Yeah. So she starts uh, putting out fires. I'm pretty sure at last episode that was like def- it was like a couple of them were in dire straits, but most of them were okay. That was before the fireball hit them. That uh, the, I think the saying was they were all cut and bruised enough to have one hit point left before the fireball went off. I've got rebuke death. We're okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, T, are you doing anything else this round? No, that'll do it. She walked in and then she goes and kind of- Okay. Reginald. Put someone out. Okay. I'm going to flurry this guy in the face on the floor. Uh, I would like to use my allied offensive. Okay. Oh. Oh. Um, a Pathfinder agent strikes a creature at the same time as a PC, increasing the damage dealt by one attack by 1d8. Oh, I could, love it. Do you have to declare it before I'd rolled? Yes. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so if I hit my, if I get a ward and I hit myself, do I get the extra damage on that as well? Yeah. Great. Uh, so the one. Fir- first one is a 16. Yep. Does that hit? Uh, that is going to, as in 16 total. Yeah. No. Th- okay. He- Second one coming in is even less than that. So nothing's happened. Sorry, Lindsay. Oh. Avoids that. That'll be in the next hit that you do. So uh, well, d- while that happens, you've played the card. Um, read it. Read the entire thing for me. A Pathfinder agent strikes a creature at the same time as a PC, increasing the damage dealt by one attack by one d8 points. In addition, after the attack, the target is considered to be flanked until the beginning of the attacker's next turn. Yeah. Okay. I'd, I'm happy to hold that over until you next. Well, hang on. If it's considered flanked, that would have been an 18 for the first roll then. But it's not until not for that round. It's oh, okay. Oh, okay. 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 Until okay, okay. the next turn. Um. Okay. So he's got to swing out of nowhere and. Take a surprise, you know. You see the halfling that's on the floor, sword in hand, and you can see his fingers kind of move in a very intricate way. You see the sparkles of spell casting start to move around as his concentration kicks in mm-hmm. to try to, A, get his spell off, but also to avoid the, the attack that you are going in for. Um Let's see if he can actually concentrate this thing or whether he moves it. Okay. I have just caught up with the rules in my head and realized I get you get attack of opportunity Correct. regardless as to whether I cast defensive. And I cast defensive. You didn't say casting defensively, did you? Ah, he was trying to intimate that in his oh. description. Does, does casting defensively give you a... Uh, an attack anyway. No. We've been playing fifth edition so long, it's it's tainted my <laughs> ability to remember the rules here. But See, I, believe, I just don't have any of them in my head, so nothing gets tainted. Yeah, I believe that it is 15 plus double the spell level that they have to roll on a concentration check in order to cast defensively. 15 plus double the spell level and you succeed. You lose the spell if you fail. Uh-huh. And you do not provoke attacks of opportunity. So I am casting a first level spell. Yep. I rolled a 20, a dirty 20. So that would get him away from provoking that attack of That's opportunity right. if yep. I uh, go by the rule set. Sorry, everyone at home. Um, maybe my rules aren't as bad as they, they thought. I knew something like casting defensively was a thing around making that concentration check. 
but this is where a spell is good or bad because as the motes of magic move from him, you can see him whistle and you, uh, uh, an enchanting song almost comes out of his mouth and you feel a magical emanation sort of surround you, Reg. Make a wheel safe for me. It's not a ranged attack, right? Mm-mm. Um, I rolled a 19 for a total of 28. For a moment. Oh. Your oh, eyes, 29, sorry, yeah. Hang your on. eyes just sort of twitch. You know that moment where you're really tired and one of your eyes twitches a little bit and you just, boom, you feel like a fog tried to come over your mind, a confusion even, mm. and you just was like, nah, nah. <laughs> Computer says, nah. No. Nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. Yeah, so uh, for those of you playing at home, he tried to confuse the monk. That's the first time I've ever got to use my plus two versus enchantment spell effects. <gasps> Good congratulations. Uh, no, right. Yeah, yeah I actually wow. did something, yeah. Wasn't That's... a wasted choice, see? I think that just comes as standard for halflings. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just talking about a halfling, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes up for all the small damage that I'm doing, the three points of damage. Flopsy, totally worth it. Flopsy, what are you up to after seeing that? So you saw, you actually would have seen this a bit of arcaneness, but you also noticed that it was mixed with song. Yeah, Flopsy doesn't give a shit. Flopsy's like, <laughs> bloody stupid. Oh, I could have looks left out the door, looks right at the door. Okay, I guess people don't need to see this. And he slowly shuts the door with himself inside <laughs> and puts the bar in and like, right, how do we clean this up? And that's him done. What? <laughs> right. Which brings us to Miles. We we'll worry about the kids later. We need to get this guy down. If if you've got any healing spells that you can cast on him, go for it. I'm out. Um misfortune on the on the halfling, yes. Mm-hmm. Or on all of the students, because it's already befallen them. It has. Yeah. Yes. Misfortune, I'm gonna gonna jinx him. Okay. He does. Will save. Jinxer. Yeah, my brain's not working. Everything's will saves. Oh, I got the Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, natural one. (laughs) I love the Dungeons and Dragons symbol. What what I guess you've also got to remember is he's a halfling and he also gets plus two versus enchantments. It's a mighty will save. It's not an enchantment. No, but he gets a- (laughs) 20 to save. The will will save's quite large. It's not versus- It's versus fear for him. Anyway, moving along. I don't care about rules. Rules suck. It's Fifth edition, thing. you just feel like it, you do it. And uh, he feels like not doing it. So let's move forward. What else are you going to do, Miles? Um, he's going to move up. Mm-hmm. He's got no bonus action, so he's just going to move up and flank him with the reg. Okay, so you move up into base-to-base flanking with a little reg. TR, what are you doing? Uh, Tia will go to the second person and douse the flame. Okay. Yeah, there, there's gonna... no active flames on these. They're, they? they're just uh, shimmered, she is, soldered, she bubbled, spinning melted. around every round, just working from person to person, checking them out, mm-hmm. making sure there are no signs of life and no way to br- bring them back. Okay. And if she can find anyone who might be on the on the verge or who's stable or whatever, mm-hmm. she'll apply her healing skills from her healing kit. Sure. Okay. Um, and that brings us to round number 12. Uh, top of the round, Reginald. Okay, Reg is going to go for another flurry. This time he's going to swing. Reginald the Merciful. That's what I'm going to call you from now on. That's right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just you have a bard on the floor in front of you. A bard? Yeah. No. He's merciful. I have a killer on the floor. He's merciful. Uh, 
Justice is being served. Kill a musician. <laughs> Remember, you get plus turfies on the floor because melee. On the yeah, I've been yep. giving it to him. Yeah, cool. Okay, so um, all right, first form of the flurry. So that is a 14 on the dice for a total of 20. That one's going to hit. Okay, so that's straight to the Allied. face. Offensive. And then the second strike is a natural one. Uh, oh, please miss. So the confirmation on this one is going to be a 13. Plus two for plus flanking. two for flanking, 15. And did you say two for floor as well? Yep. 17. Miss. Okay. So let's do the first one, which was a success, yeah? And you yep. get a D8 because of allied offensive. And a D6 because it's flanking, flanking. For, for snake bite striker. So, and a D8 as well. Yeah. You could get to double digits here. <laughs> the D8's not from you, though. It's from one on all the dice. The classic two on the D4, I just like to point out. Okay. okay. Um, maths. <laughs> He's not used to counting this high. <laughs> Do you need some PPE? 16 points of damage. Oh. The Reggie 16. Oh, my. <laughs> and just just for... We've got the uh, the fumble deck there. So can you just click the button on the uh, on the top, top and read that out for me? you got to click the little symbol. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, no. Fling. Yeah. Yeah, out loud. <laughs> you drop your weapon and it lands 1d6 squares away from you. In a direction, so my hand flies off. <laughs> yeah, your hand is gone. And did he do melee yeah, or natural? That because is if he's. Bullshit. No. Did he do melee or natural? I did melee. Well, that should be natural because you're using natural yeah. weapons, right? That was melee. There's no natural weapons? Yeah, there is a natural weapon. Well, one. he's okay, got natural weapons. Down. He's using hands. Not magic. Let's go here. Unintentional move. Move 10 feet in a random direction and provoke attacks of opportunity as normal. Okay. And you move 10 feet. I hit him so hard that you... So I bounce off him. Yeah. So how do you actually hit him with this one? Um, remember, he's lying on the floor. Yeah. So I'm just piling down the first one for the face. Obviously, I've caved in half his teeth with that amount of damage I'm expecting. And then I go for the second one on the stomach. And as I do that... I inadvertently overcommit and roll over him instead and roll 10 feet away. And tangle up, provoking an attack of opportunity. Now, the thing about this guy is that he's holding a short sword. He's used that short sword, even though he cast a spell, he had the short sword in his other hand. And that's what bards can do really well. So his short sword, which is in his hand, falls limply to the ground as he dies a horrible, horrible death after not only does his teeth fall in, but his jaw flies off. Ten foot next to you is a jaw. Yeah, just caves his <laughs> head still in. still on my hand. Yeah, just the most awful punch to the face that sneaks <laughs> so his see, I thought I would get some so satisfaction bad. from that. I feel worse now than I did but before because of killing all the students. Oh, well. uh, Reginald, that's 13. <laughs> and counting. Just in this room. And you find yourselves with no immediate threats inside this room. Well, define immediate threat. There's a party member that just killed 10 innocent people. <laughs> um, Miles is going to go, what the hell happened? And he's going to run over and start trying to help see if any of these kids are alive. Well, apparently collateral damage was acceptable. Who would have thought? The whole plan would have changed if we knew we could... <laughs> Uh, what are you talking about? What what changed? What what happened? 
Well, I, I did what I was supposed to do. You give me the nod. I went in. We talked about the vanish, remember? Hide in the room, take out the cup while those two came in the front door. Yeah, and you were supposed to cast that. I go in and, and like, I, I went in and you didn't cast it. Hang on a second. And, and Flopsy starts patting him down, patting himself down. I can't feel the gaslight on me, but I'm sure there is one. <laughs> so what happened? Well, break we, it down. We came in. Yes. Shuriken flew. I jumped for the cup. The shuriken alerted the man. We all jumped then for the table because he made the cup tip over and a bead came out. It was obviously a fireball that was going to flow and blow people up. Not a very good one, I'll have you know. It was very, very small. It was like the smallest fireball you could imagine. Um, apparently, I hung there for 12 minutes as it fell to the ground and what felt that. Um, Reggie had all the time in the world to get underneath it, didn't grab it for some reason. I don't know, the will of the gods or something. Um, it exploded. These children, as you see them, gone. And then uh, Reggie went and punched this guy so hard that his uh, face appears to be in the other, in other room back there. I thought the idea was you guys would secure the cop first and then attack him. I jumped the gun. I can I could see what's a gun? <laughs> you know I what a gun we, is? I, I think we, we had got a, a gas gun, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A gas boat, but you also had a character with a gun in the party. Mikey's character. Had oh, yeah, a gun. He did, yeah. It appears we've had a small case of premature shurikenation. Okay. Help these kids as much as you can. You're the cleric. Get to it. They're dead. Ah, uh, holy one. These are gone. These are no longer revivable. How dead is the halfling? Pretty dead. <laughs> Beyond rebuke death, the dead? Mostly dead. Oh, you don't get that joke because you haven't seen the princess. <laughs> Flopsy's putting his manacles away at the same time. You're thinking, all right, well, that's the next option for this halfling. But no, apparently not. Um... And like Flopsy will keep saying, well, apparently they have no collateral now. There's no reason for the Pathfinders to let them leave. The uh, consortium are... Flopsy. Yep. Shut up. Heaps of kids are dead because we fucked up. Mm. It's not our well, fault. I wouldn't say we. It's not our fault, but we could have saved them when we didn't. Correct. So just, you know, you don't have the tack for this. Right. This is, I, I'm not happy about he this. He didn't even say stop or I'll shoot. <laughs> Reg is looking very crestfallen at the moment. He's um, on his knees. That's for him just, and his God. Just, just in shock. Right. Okay. Well, but, what's the plan here? How do we? We go let him know that we failed. Well, we didn't fail. We the, did fail. The whole point was to stop the Aspis Consortium using these young people to... Uh, as wait to get the uh, Aspis Consortium out of here, right? No, the I yes, but no. The ideal is to save the children, teenagers, right. younglings, right. whatever we're calling them now. Yes, secondary we objective. <laughs> Go back to my first thing and just shut up for a bit. Um, I'm going to unbar the door. I'm going to try and find the um, guy that gave us the mission. 
Mm-hmm. You, as you move back to the to the door, you see just in the distance from one of the other dorm rooms, um, Venture Captain Valson is moved out of one of those doors, and he starts like moving towards you, gesturing, kind of you know, looking like you know what's going on, holding his hands out. Initiate, uh, sort of intimating that the room he came from is empty, um, and then kind of holds his hands out a little bit as if to say, What's going on? He's probably about 70, 80 feet away. I kind of just shake my head, looking crestfallen. Mm -hmm. He takes the couple of rounds to uh, to move up to the doors, and greeting him is the grisly sight of of a table with uh, some of his students that are burnt to a crisp and a, and a, a brutally deformed halfling um, and one on the floor as well. <laughs> Captain, these are dead. There what? is no help for them. Rights shall be set upon their bodies. What happened here? We're really sorry, sir. We tried our best. We tried to, we tried to sneak in, get the jump on him, save the kids. You see water welling in the bottom of his eyes as he, he looks forward and he, he he puts a hand on one of the shoulders of the children and he, he can see his, his shoulders shake up and down as if, if he starts to sob. He um he slowly but deliberately moves the plates off the uh off the tablecloth and he starts to use the cloths to cover the children's mm-hmm. and he, and you know as Tia I imagine was yep. doing on the other side yep. is closing their eyes laying them out and giving them a, a, yep. a bit of rest and he he stops and he sits in a chair that 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 lies errant and it, it's my fault I shouldn't have put this much pressure on you you were supposed to save them I didn't know that I thought we could do it all I can't. Captain, you need to ca- you need to carry on for the sake of these children. Their lives shall not be lost in vain. Carry on and defeat their enemy. Justice shall be served. I was in too much of a hurry to resolve the situation. I should not have put you in this situation. It is not your fault. Do not blame yourselves. The blame for this is squarely on my shoulders. Do not hold this as heavy on your heart. I should not have sent you in. I don't even know you. Flopsy's eyebrows couldn't be higher right now. I, I automatically do the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I lift my hand and do not say anything. <laughs> Just clap your hand over his mouth. <laughs> I knew them, all of them. They were my students. This is a sidestep from this. Like, Grace of Restoration or whatever is, what's the, the spell that brings people back from the Resurrection. Dead? Resurrection. Thank Regeneration. you. Regeneration. Is that like a really super rare thing to occur? It's really high level and expensive. Yeah. yeah. So, but like, we're in the Pathfinder Society, right? Mm-hmm. Are you telling me that there's nobody likely that's going to be around that can do that kind of shit? I believe for each person that you are bringing back, uh, the cost of it is about 10,000 GP and a special pearl. And like, it's, it's a, the, the, the cost is exorbitant, but also the magic item cost right. is is quite rare. Like it's yeah, not okay. an easy thing to get. Cool. Whoops. You should not take this on yourself. This is the war. We did not start it, but we shall finish it. Get up. Fight. Fight for these children. 
fighting is what I wanted to do. I just wanted to rush this so that I could get back to defending Skyrich. Learn and move on. Sitting here will not help. You wouldn't have been able to get to him either. He's a plate wearer, isn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was no way to get in the front. There was. We had to try and sneak in through locked doors in the back. Only two of them were able to do it via gaseous form. The plan was sound. I could have taken my time. Execution was the issue. They're all dead. They were pretty. They were. They were in it. There was a trap set up that would have killed him with any point of damage. He was a tough. He was a real tough fighter as well. Once we got in there, was one thing, but it was getting in there. None of us were set up to get in there. They had planned this. Just make a diplomacy check for me. Oh God! Would Tia help? Tia could help. He's seen Tia go through and Tia show helps. remorse and respect. Yep. Sixteen. Yep. Was that with Tia's plus two? Yes. <laughs> cool. He kind of, you see him kind of stop for a second. He, he takes a deep breath. You are right. We have to move on from this. Do not let this weigh on your hearts. Do not take this away from you and make it weigh you down. It is not your fault. This is the fault of the Aspis Consortium. Correct. Justice shall be served. We will endure. While you're doing that, Reggie's going to walk back to the original door where we came through mm. and retrace his steps. You're going back to the plan. I'm, sorry? You're going back to the plan. I'm going back to where where it went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he, he says, we, we should go to the Scourge right now. Maybe we have a chance to... to Disable all of this before it gets better. I think the tide of the battle is turning. Let's go. Just let us regroup. Flopsy's still looking around, wondering if he's allowed to talk yet, but obviously he's not. <laughs> um, once we put these bodies to rest, we shall move on with you to Skyreach. I will do that. Get yourselves to safety. Perhaps with the others, you can... Uh, you can take the time to heal up, maybe even just bandage your wounds in here. Uh, no, we're fine. No, no, no real damage taken from us. Uh, was there? Uh, no, I, I took a little bit. Not physically, Reggie. You okay? I, I just, uh, just about a scratch. Okay, let's go to Scourge. Um, Miles. Yes. Reggie doesn't look right. No, I think he's weighing heavy on him. I think it's all the teeth that are stuck in his fist. <laughs> in my hand. Yeah. Good. But he blood, gets one bonus to damage. Blood right? style. <laughs> yeah. They're my next set of shurikens. Um, what's the problem? Are you saying that to me already? No. Flopsy's <laughs> quietly asking Miles what the problem he's trying to understand. He's trying He's trying to comprehend the, what the, was going on with Reg. Emotion. Right. For, yeah, for, for people like here. us. Um, seeing people die, especially young people, when we could have saved them, we find it hard. It weighs heavy on us, as the captain was saying. Right. He is, uh, he's feeling guilty, basically. Ah. Interesting. How close are you to young Reg? Um, very close, but he's never, well, I've never really seen him make a, a faux pas like that, so I've never seen him need to exhibit the guilt or feel it, so... Would you like to go talk to him? Be tactful? Um, it doesn't feel like that is something I might be good at. No, but you care for him. <laughs> I do. 
Well, then uh, just remember that and go have a chat to him. Hmm. I'll give it a try, but... Sing- signal me if you need help. Well, I'm signaling you now. <laughs> okay, come on then. <laughs> well, sorry, were we supposed to be going to... Where are we going to next? We, we're off to Skyreach in a minute, but T is spending a bit of time. Put, she won't leave the um, the venture captain here by himself. Yeah, Valson, Valson yeah. is, you know, he's ripping up bits of tablecloth, finding other yeah. cloths, wrapping yeah. bodies. Yep. Just giving the giving the the respect and just laying out the dead. Yep, and and um, Tia's helping. She's looking at you guys. She still doesn't know much about you guys, so she's just kind of sussing what's going out. But she knows that the best thing for her to do is to lay to rest the people that have fallen yeah. unfairly. And and for Tia, Tia, as she's examining these bodies a little bit closer, it's very clear that they have puncture wounds, right. knife wounds, cuts. They've been bled. They've been beaten. They they clearly look like that that fireball. Yes, it was the last straw, but they were on death's door yep. Yep. before that. Yep. Some of them had some pretty grievous wounds and were covered in blood. Like you yep. know, it would have been under the table or something. But you can see we'd seen that already, right? You two had you and Flopsy and Reg had seen that, but this is probably Tia and seen Miles it from the flight up to look through the window it. as well, well, right? Even from above, like yes, they look beaten and bruised. But it's as you're starting to lay yeah, them right. out, you can see you know one's got a puncture wound into the liver. Uh, the other right. ones, you know, you can see some arteries have been cut on another one to bleed out and they've been sort of patched up, but it was only a matter of time before yep. all of these children were were going to expire without any yeah, assistance yeah. anyway. They so were on death's door. Had you waited a long time, maybe that would have been the eventuation right. anyway. Um, with that revelation, T will say, uh, Master Valson, these, and she's saying it, talking to Valson, but, throwing her voice Reggie's way and Flopsy's way, not knowing that Flopsy doesn't really give a shit. Master Valson, these bodies were on death's door. They were about to die anyway. Nothing we could have done would have saved them. This is a surgical piece of disastery. It speaks to the uh, to the nature of the Aspis Consortium. Their poison runs deep. They have no hearts. They have no souls. Only strengthens my resolve to see their organization fall to dust. Yes. Do not think about it as revenge. My master said you should be the daughter of your enemy's fear. Go to them in their dark place and destroy them. I will attempt to destroy them in all of their dark places. Yes. And then, you know, she's saying a prayer to her gods as as she's kind of having this conversation and making sure she's saying it loud enough that the Holy One can hear and Jardi can hear. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, while that's going on, Miles and we'll drag Flopsy up. I can kind of just imagine Flopsy looking kind of like nervous and shy, like a young uh, kid heading uh, to <laughs> like. Uh, Reginald. Reginald. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you Okay. I made a mistake, uh, and people are dead. Mm, yeah, but that's all right, right? How can that be right? Well, as as Tia uh, just said, they were they were they were going to die anyway at some point. Yes, you made a mistake. We all make mistakes. We're hu- halfly <laughs> half human. <laughs> 
Uh, that fireball shouldn't have killed anybody. That was a very pitiful fireball. It shouldn't have done any damage to kill anybody. Obviously, they'd been damaged to almost death's door. Couldn't have been your fault. But we don't know that I mean, for sure. I mean, it definitely wasn't my fault, but it couldn't have been your fault. But we don't know that for sure. I know. I'm very certain of it. Look, what has happened here is a travesty. And uh Well It's not gonna it's not gonna get any better by us staying here. There's still much to be done. Once we've passed this, I'm gonna pray to Aurora for direction. Right, so we need to get to Skyreach, see if we can save any more people, and then we can come back here and lay these people to rest. Let's do this. So these people problem, but the other people we kill not a problem. Yes, these people are in I'll explain it to you later. Okay, good. I have a book that you might need to read. Oh. Yes. You like books, right? Yeah. Okay, I pro- cool. I've probably read it already. but uh, The book, uh, uh, The Spreading of Peace? Yes. The book look, of there's Grandina? lots of pieces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's quickly just check over this halfling. He might have something useful that we can use. Good idea. Yes. Flopsy will search the body. I'm really proud that you haven't tried to search the kids. <laughs> <laughs> look, are they dead? Search them. <laughs> Search them. Search them all. Um, you start rifling through the half. I know teenagers. Gear. It's just going to be ramen. <laughs> you start searching through the halflings' gear, and you find a couple of potions that you instantly recognise as cure potions. Um, Flopsy. Mm, how they're, ironic. They're cure moderate wounds potions. There's two of them. You find two bags that you kind of open and you can see that they're designed to hit the floor and almost flop open with a sticky substance inside them. You know them as Tanglefoot bags through your alchemical uh, mm. training. Mm. Um, the, there is also, he's got a, a short sword that's very well made, a sling with 20 bullets, a torch that has a leather cover over the top of it but is lit but does not emanate heat. Hooded? Lantern? No, it's an ever-burning torch. Hmm. Uh, 30 GP and some very shiny halfling chain shirt. Mm-hmm. Masterwork short sword? It's a masterwork short sword, yes. And Flopsy will use his arcane abilities to detect magic on mm-hmm. uh, all of this accoutrement. Obviously, the gear, the potions uh, and the, yep. the pop up as magical, but- the chain shirt also oh. pops as a being a magical. And given he's using his arcane sight, that mm-hmm. negates the need for three rounds and he can detect its abilities as if rolling a 20 on his spellcraft check. Mm-hmm. So you gather, that gives you a, a gathering of- Yeah, of it'll give me the info what it is, yeah. And all of that kind of stuff. So it's a, I believe it's a transmutation. So I recognise magic items, auras, and spell effects as per detect magic during the time you're treated if you're treated for three rounds. Yep. I hate this quote that when you make me do this because it means very little. Um, You recognise this as the school of magic of abjuration, and you guys kind of, you know, I guess a few minutes pass. Tia finishes off some of the grisly work of covering up the uh, the children with Valson. Um, he kind of sits there and he's he's going about his grisly work when you feel, I guess, that the, the appropriate moment for the characters of you that have some version of empathy, um, that it's probably time to leave, you know, it's, 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 that he kind of needs a bit of time alone. You can see him start 
praying very quietly over um, some of the uh, some of the people and and just maybe telling a story or he holds holds a hand and calls the uh, students by name and you can see that he's going through the the moments of saying goodbye and it's, it feels a little bit awkward just sitting there watching him a little more voyeuristic than you probably used to. Um, Reggie, can you wear this shirt? Um, no, I cannot. Damn. That would encumber me too much in using my skills. I feel like a small chain shirt should be able to be worn as a cow for medium people. <laughs> oh, if you get the eye holes right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we're checking our bags then. Let's go. Yeah. Let's, let's go reach. Let's finish this. You hear a siren. Much like, you remember when the, the very beginning of this, there was an announcement over the loudspeaker for everyone? Yeah. That kind of, but it's like popped because it's like broken or shot or, yeah. you know, kind of, and you hear kind of in the in the thing, Buffet's open, the buffet is open. I did not get a single word. I, I heard I, Pathfinder. I think he said Pathfinders to puff to Skyreach. I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. Um, and that's where we're going to leave it oh. for today. So I've come up with some ideas, I guess, just to, to end the show. Let's think about some nice names for the operation. I've come up with two good names for the operation, for the for the for what you should have called the um, the thing that you did to rescue the, the plan. Children. Right, the plan. <laughs> yeah, the plan. Uh, the first one, Operation Ashes of the Phoenix, and the second one, um, Operation Bright Spark. I'm going to call it Plan B. <laughs> oh, that's rough. That is so rough. Anyone else got some uh, some good uh, names for it? <laughs> Plan B. <laughs> <laughs>